Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast, the podcast where two youth group leaders try to figure out how to do youth group better. My name is Chris Morphew. I'm an author, youth group leader, and school chaplain here in Sydney, Australia. And as always, joining me from Melbourne is author, speaker, youth leader, and best friend of the podcast, Tom French. How are you doing, Tom? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. How are you, Chris? I'm good. That's what they call a uh, callback in the podcasting business. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, if you didn't speaking listen of, to last week, you'll be very, very unsure of what happened. That's like, why you got to listen every time. This whole intro. <laughs> we reward repeat listeners. Speaking of which, happy birthday, Tom! <laughs> what? It's our birthday again. It sure is. How it old? Really. Are we? We're 30. 30. 30. Goodness Doesn't me. that worry you? Yeah. What What have we achieved with our life, Chris? Our podcast um, life. I mean, we've done 30 of them. <laughs> so there's yeah. that. We've, um, we've topped the charts in, uh, in our hearts. The heart charts. The heart, um, yeah. I, look, when I turned 30 independently of the podcast, like me as a person rather than me as one half of a podcast. Yeah. Uh, it didn't really bother me. What bothered me was 31 because I wasn't 30. I was in my 30s and oh, somehow yeah. that felt a lot more significant. So I'm fine this week, Tom. We'll see what happens next week. I'm actually great this week because, listeners, you, what you need to know is that for reasons that escape me, um, before Tom played the music to intro the show, he just played me some applause <laughs> And yeah. I, I feel affirmed. I feel thank you. Thank you. Uh, I just feel ready to go, G'd up. And I'm um, recording from my office at school again, which is open plan and there are people around. So hopefully the, the drop in gusto that comes from being like self-conscious about recording a podcast in a semi-public place will be counteracted by just that boost of energy that comes from being if, if applauded you're, if you're apparently dropping, at random increments. Yeah, I'll just, if you're dropping, I'll just play play something else for you so you can just... Yeah, great. Right. Thank you. Um, right, you know what? Right. I can do it. Do you have any other sound <laughs> effects or is it just the music and the clapping? No, I've got some others. I mean, people probably don't want to listen, but there's this one. Maybe... Yeah, see? Isn't that good? Tom, I have told so many good jokes in the last 30 <laughs> podcasts, and you haven't given me the badum tish even once. I'm so- <laughs> sorry. Now that I know it's there, I feel judged. Um, while we're, we're doing whatever the heck this is for the first five <laughs> minutes, I have a um, three for $10 Funko Pop uh, update. I regret yeah. to inform you that uh, the Elaine from Seinfeld wearing a sombrero pop has dropped out of the three for two, uh, the two oh, for no. buy two get one free offer or whatever it's called. Well, um, that's but it is available. Appropriation. It's not. I guess it's so. Not allowed. If you spend forty dollars, you'll save five percent. So it's not three for two, but it is if you bought eight of them, you could save five percent on that purchase. So. I don't even know. How would you feel if that? I um well I can I can jump in. Do you want me to order you eight and me have them shipped <laughs> to your house? No. <laughs> because if I do, 
Oh, it looks like it's only going to let me order five. That's weird. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, wait. No, yeah, hang on. Hang on. COVID. People are trying to clean out the shelves of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, five per customer. Pops. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, do you want me to send you five Elaine's? No. <laughs> <laughs> on an unrelated note, can you text me your mailing address? <laughs> Look, you can figure it out yourself. There's, okay. there's enough clues out there if you want my mailing address. <laughs> All right. Um, should we do a youth group podcast, Tom? Do you have anything sure. else to say that of, that's of as little significance as everything I've said so far? No, I have, I have nothing nothing to add today. To, oh. To, I think, well, well you Should know, we have like, some music? Shall we call it a day? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was going to click the button, but it takes so long for the outro music to come in. By the time it actually yeah, came in, the gag is the joke, gone. Joke could be over. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. Want to talk so about youth group? Youth How group? was youth group? <laughs> yeah, we had a good youth group. It was youth run youth group this week, which was oh yeah, yeah, entirely run by the we our oldest small group, which is the year nine to year twelve that we. I don't think we have any year 12s in our youth group. I think the year 11 is where we top out. Um, that group is called the Senior Citizens. They named themselves that group. Great. And then every other small group has now got themselves a related name. So this, the, the younger, the middle small group are called the Midlife Crisis Group. They also named themselves that. And then my small group, which is the year sixes, uh, they got called the Young Professionals. But they're not that keen on that. So I don't know what will stick in the end. You know, every now and then something will happen at my youth group or some element of the culture will emerge and I'll be like, this sure is the youth group that I lead. And I feel <laughs> like those youth group group names are that but for you. I that have nothing is to do with very that. very on brand. But, like, you've been <laughs> forming these young lives, Tom, and so That's, I think yeah. we we are seeing the payoff for your Years of hard work and dedication. Youth groups do, to some degree, some, tend to reflect the people who lead them. So, yeah, I, that's probably some of some of my s- silliness coming out there. Anyway, so the senior citizen running youth group mm-hmm. it was really fun to turn up and just let them do stuff. So I met with the leaders beforehand and told them just to let the youth group or the the youth, the senior citizens run the stuff. I said, don't jump in unless, you know, like someone's going to get seriously injured or it's, it's going to be really bad, but otherwise just let them go and see what happens. Mm. So I wanted them to, to, you know, do the timing, them to make decisions about when to like what to do with the food and the games and all the rest. And it was a really fun night watching it all come about. Um, So the talk was, based on two, 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 19 to 21, which if you don't know it, Chris, it's uh, when mm-hmm. Elijah calls Elisha. And Elijah is plowing with 12 yoke of oxen. Mm-hmm. And then Elisha comes and throws his coat over Elijah. No, Elijah throws his coat over Elisha. <laughs> and then and then he is like, oh, okay, I'm going to follow, follow you. And he kills the all the oxen, burns the yoke, and heads off to be Elijah's assistant. So that's the whole mm-hmm. story. And the senior citizens, when they read it, they cottoned on to two things. One, that it said yoke, 
And so they're like, oh, everything's going to be egg themed for the night, even right. though, even though it's a different yolk. But uh, as it doesn't we, matter. <laughs> a pun's a pun. It's a it's a we established it's a homograph. That's what you call it when it's the same word mm. but meaning two different things. So that's fine. And also they're a little bit confused by the passage. So the it was the theme was Fair enough. eggs, eggs and confusion. And so decorations were uh two of our youth came and put up pictures they'd printed out of eggs and the confused meme. Like of you know, there's that guy who just looks confused. He's like, What? That mm-hmm. was it. That was the decorations. Oh, and some um, LED lights. That was pretty fun. To eat, we had a few egg yolk um, kind of, uh, lollies, which were very chewy. Um, but that was the egg themed. Uh, that was pretty much the extent of egg themedness. Um, normally we have snacks right at the beginning of youth group, but uh, it took a while for the used to realize that it was their job to put them out. So they had brought them all and they're all in the kitchen and they're all hanging out in the kitchen, but forgot that they need to move from the kitchen to the place. Mm. So a lot of the youth were standing around saying, where are the snacks? And I'll be like, ah, <laughs> d- don't ask me, not my problem. <laughs> so, and then there was a flurry of activity as food kind of just came. Well, actually they only brought out drinks and the chewable egg yolks. They hadn't got their act together for the rest of the stuff. Um, which is kind of enjoyable to watch. Uh, and then we played some games. Uh, did you have a question to ask? Oh, no, I just, I, this is another one of those ways that you and I, while similar, are very different. A night like this would have just stressed me out, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, it was, I, I think it would stress me out if I was in charge, but mm-hmm. I'm only in charge like that people don't get seriously injured or there isn't heresy preached. Mm. But otherwise, I'm like, you're going to learn from having running this night yourself. So if I jump in yeah. to save you, then you're going to learn less. So I'll just leave it. And so we we're achieving our goals even if we weren't having the best run. Well, the, the most seamless night, perhaps. Oh, yeah. Look, it's it's more a character flaw in me than a problem with the format of the night. Um, but, no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> um, and then, then we played ga- some games. And the, the game we played was Mafia. And the link to the theme was they were going to change the rules so that it got more and more confusing as they went. Mm-hmm. Um, we, but they split us into two halves, and the the, te- the group that I was in, they didn't change the rules. It was just continued as a normal game of Mafia, which was fun. Like, I had a good time. Mm-hmm. In the other one, they changed the rules so that um, after the first round, everyone but one person was Mafia. And so when they had to open their eyes to see who was oh. the Mafia, <laughs> they saw everyone else but one person. And then the next, I think the next round, they had no one was Mafia. And so that was meant to be more confusing. And I think it was slightly confusing from what I heard from the other people. Um, but I, I that, feel like the game. I, Mafia, what's your opinion about Mafia as a game? I, uh, I, I think it's fun. Like, I think it's fun because it's storytelling. Um, and it's fun because it's a game that the youth get to play. Uh, and they 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 can do more of it 
themselves. Like you can just say to them, we're going to play mafia and off you go and they can run it themselves. I mm. know that there's, there can be issues if people take it too seriously. Like if youth get upset that they're getting voted out or people are ganging up on other people. One of the things that our crew did this time um, is that they had, they, if you died, you became a ghost. So you weren't out of the game, but you were mm-hmm. allowed to float around the group. Um, but you weren't allowed to talk to people who were still playing or say anything that might upset the game. So you still had a role. It wasn't a great role, but you still got but to it's be something a, to do. I just feel like it goes really long and it can sometimes be like the alliances that get formed and stuff can be, um, I don't know. Like I, you've played Werewolf before, right? One Night Ultimate Werewolf. I actually haven't. I know of uh, it. Never played it. It's the way I describe it to people is what if Mafia was good because it's all done in about <laughs> ten minutes, and oh, you, yeah. it's based on like actual information instead of like randomly, um, like getting mad at people and like piling on some poor person yeah. who turns out to be innocent. I mean, there's a <laughs> bit of that, but there's you know, there's more info i don't know like i i have mixed feelings about that game i know like it's a youth group staple and a lot of people love it but i would rather play almost anything else so the other but, issue i find that people have with it is that it encourages lying and mm. um i am not that concerned because it's within the within the game and everyone understands what the what the the parameters of the game are that you're allowed to not be entirely truthful within the game yeah. because you're also pretending to be someone who is a mafia murderer. And so, I mean, yeah, you're not, that doesn't bother me. So I'm, um, can I, can I give you one thing that we do in our one, which mm. anyone's allowed to steal if they want to, uh, is that we have an, an extra role, which kind of brings down the, the temperature of the game a little bit. And that's the role of the baker. And the baker's job okay. in the middle of the night is just to give people bread. And so they achieve nothing else but you but you wake up and someone finds bread on their door and everyone gets excited <laughs> about getting bread. Getting bread. <laughs> so, Why not? Um, yeah, and I, th- I find like that kind of silliness kind of helps to make things a little bit uh, less intense. But yeah. it probably also just depends on who you're playing with. Like if our crew got really upset about it or took it too seriously, I would stop playing Mafia. Yeah, it's very group dependent, I think. Yeah. Anyway, our our crew play it really well. They um don't seem Great. to get too upset. Um the the youth who get voted out first every time, well they all say they do, but there are some who do get voted out more often. They seem yeah. to take it pretty well. And people seem to quite all seem to find it quite funny when that happens. So it's um, at this stage, uh, we're okay. We're doing all right. Um, and then we moved into like uh, our normal time for an interview, which was run by the youth. We had a uh, we then we had we broke up into small groups to check in, which I we ran that bit in my small group. So we mm-hmm. did our normal check in with our small group where we shared the best things and worst things of our week and prayed for each other. The uh, older group ran their own check-in and it turned out I heard they just did a lot of would-you-rather questions. Um, well, that's a kind was, of checking in. 
Yeah, and I heard they were all mostly revolved around like terrible things that could happen to you. And the the one that mm. I remember was, would you rather go to prison for a murder you didn't commit or get away with a murder you did commit but have that on your conscience for the rest of your life? Like, oh. that's, a, that's a tough question. That's... I mean, I think I know what I would choose. But What would you choose? I'd go to prison. I definitely... I'd rather feel like a righteous person in prison yeah. than like a bad person out of prison. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> well, we um, solved that one. Done. Uh, and then we had a talk, and the talk was done by one of our youth, and we've been like having uh, talk training sessions like where I've taught two of our youth how to do a talk over the space of about four weeks. And our speaker, she did an excellent job. Like she Great. was prepared. She read. She explained the passage really well. She did really good illustrations. She was confident. Um, one of the youth uh, told us, "Oh, the check-in happened after the talk." Because actually, during the check-in, one of the youth said, "In my check-in, she was like, that was the talk was so good, and it's it talked right to my situation." Um, mm. It explained a lot of things I've been confused about. It was really helpful. And that's not the feed. I've never heard that feedback from a young person about any talks that any adults have given. Mm. It's just something really powerful about a well-done talk from a young person that achieves things that adult talks just don't achieve. Yeah, we've, um, like, slightly different situation, but we've got a former member of our youth group who is now... 19 years old and is one of our youth leaders and every time she gives the talk everyone's listening in a way that is different because she still feels like one of them whereas uh when it's us it's like it's the grown-ups teaching whereas she is still like one of them more than she is i mean well one of them as much as she is one of us yeah and so um there's something really like even if um like what you lose in experience you gain in kind of relatability i guess i mean not that she's not great she's very good and every talk that she gives is like more like confident and thoughtful than the one before but i've mm. just been reminded like it is so valuable to have younger voices and i you know i don't uh i don't love that i'm becoming older and less relevant by the day but it <laughs> happens to all of us and so you know there's a place for us as the older hopefully somewhat wiser ones but mm. um yeah it is so good to be elevating the voices of young people um, yeah and so the whole thing that you're you're doing has got me kind of thinking who would I get to do what if we did that? And I like, that'd be a way to do it. What do you think? Like pitch it to me. What is, why do you do youth, youth group? Um, my, my ultimate aim is in the long term to be able to hand over more of the day to day youth group stuff to youth. So they take more responsibility for the group themselves. Um, Mm. and so this is a step towards that so them seeing that they can they can achieve like do the things that we do um so that's one of the things and part of that is thinking about the stuff in growing young about um giving 
young people responsibility helps them to remain like connected to their communities. So it's not mm-hmm. just stuff that's done for them, but it's stuff that they are investing in themselves and that they're being trusted with responsibility. So, so that's part of it. Um, and part of it is also um, particularly around the space of things like, um, like talk training to do talks and mm-hmm. um, emceeing and the things that are maybe a little bit more useful in the wider church that we're giving them opportunities to do things that they could do in church or in other situations. So like, I'd love to see one or two of our young people do talks in church, like do the sermon one day. Um, Maybe it'd be a few of them together. Maybe they just do a whole sermon. But the fact that we want to train up young people and encourage them in their gifts, um, that's mm. that's reasons why I do it, but I also don't want it to be the case that they that we do this all the time. In that, like, I want youth group to be their space so that they have ownership over it, but also not that they have to run the whole thing. That we're there to yeah serve them as well. So it's kind of uh, we do it once a term, uh, well, no, once a year at the moment. But I want to do it a bit more often so that um, it becomes. Yeah, more just ingrained in the life of our youth ministry. Um, and finally, it'll help us to like figure out who are good people to tap on the shoulder to be leaders mm. in future years uh, because we'll have seen them doing stuff and they'll know how to do stuff because they've already been mm. doing it. Yeah, it's interesting that balance of, you know, when you were saying you, you want it to be still youth group that they come along to and they don't feel like they're like running it all the time, but you want to give them the opportunities. This youth leader, um, I think I initially approached her in her final year of school asking if she would like to step up into more leadership stuff, and she was like, honestly, not yet. Like She basically said, this is like my my place where I really appreciate being able to, um, you know, just like have something for me. Can I ride that out and then step up into it next year? And that turned out to be a good fit for her. So it's it's just interesting thinking about the different different uh, permutations of that and trying to figure out mm. how to best look after each young person in front of you. But yeah. I like the idea. You've got me. You've got me thinking that maybe that's something that's worth pursuing carefully we, with our youth. The way we do it. Just if you're thinking about doing it, or if anyone else is thinking about doing it, is that we make space for four to five weeks leading up to the the night uh, for planning in your small group, so that it everything, all the planning that needs to happen can happen within youth group, so that we don't have this thing where you're like, all right, this is your thing, you, off you go, and then they all turn up to youth group without having any planning being happened, which can yeah. sometimes happen. Um, the only thing we did outside of youth group was the talk prep because we we needed more time for that than yeah. fifteen minutes within youth group that we gave them. Um, but it's it's working well, and the youth get really excited about it; like they love doing it. Um, so you know, it's a win for pretty much everyone. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So uh, my reflection is 
Isn't it great Do to it. see young people doing stuff and particularly exciting when yep, they get they do a great job of leading each other and encouraging each other and teaching each other God's word. It's good. So good. How about you, Chris? How was your youth group? Um, Crime scene much, investigations. Yes. Is that the night? Um, yeah, <laughs> and it was funny because the person whose job it was to organize it, even when I offered them a perfectly great uh police outfit to wear they were like <laughs> no i don't want to do that um but what? they organized a great activity um and i wore the police outfit and every <laughs> person who arrived just double take double took double did a took? double take performed a double take and was like what are you doing and then i was like it's crime scene investigation night and they're like oh Okay. Was, did it um, wasn't double take because you looked so much like an authentic policeman? I think they thought the authorities had arrived to take charge of the situation. Did um, you get a photo? Can you post it on the podcast Instagram, um, which is your Instagram? I, <laughs> I don't know that I did, but I can definitely go back and um, put the hat back on and take a photo <laughs> at some point. So, Please do. Yeah. Um, it... <laughs> Uh, so that was really fun. They moved around in different stations. I would say uh, 80% of our youth were highly engaged, and then there were some who just kind of opted out, which is not unusual. And I, this was the question that um, I wanted to raise um, based on this past week. Is like, to what extent when kids want to opt out of stuff, do you just roll with that? And to what extent do you actively try to encourage all of your youth to participate in everything? Uh, I mostly let them opt out um, mm-hmm. because, yeah, I don't, I don't it, particularly around games and stuff, it seems silly to me to be like, you must play this game. Yeah. Have fun. Enjoy your time together. Like they mm. might be missing out on stuff, but I don't want to force that on them mm. but even in other situations if they're not if they're opting out but they're not disturbing other people then i'll allow them to do it um because yeah i'm, I'm like i don't want to be that youth group that forces people to do things mm. um yeah yeah what about you i think i feel the same i think the um the one thing that I do wonder about is there's an there's a degree to which you want to let that slide, but if there is a if that kind of snowballs into a culture of um there's stuff happening, but we just want to like hang out outside and chat and not be a part of it um and I think look honestly, if that's going on, that's kind of on us as the leaders to make it into something that the youth want to be at. Um, yeah. and that they want to, you know, participate in. And so I kind of, the same, you know, like when you go to university and learn to be a teacher, one of the things that they tell you up front is like most of what goes wrong in the classroom is your fault. Like the system is <sighs> perfectly designed to give you the results that it's giving you. And so the thing that you need to ask is not what's wrong with these children, but like what's wrong with my teaching practice? What's wrong with the way the room's set up? What's wrong with the way that I'm transitioning from this thing to that thing? That What's is wrong with not good for your self esteem as a teacher? No, but or, it's true. More, more encouragement from the university, please. 
Well, no, I think it is. It is first. It is like um, maybe discouraging, but then it's empowering because you realize, <laughs> wow, I actually have it within my capacity to become the kind of teacher that sets the culture in a classroom that I want to set. And I, I think the same is true at youth group. Like I think that, um, you know, a lot of the times it's like, you know, sometimes the youth are just having a bad night individually, or there's a bit of a vibe of it, like just for whatever's going on at one of their schools or like just a combined, it's just like a general atmosphere of chaos that forms because like <laughs> too many of them have had a weird week or like if a yeah. lot of them have exams or, you know, there's all kinds of, of factors that can play into that. Um, and so sometimes, yeah, they're coming in with a bit less focus or a bit more chaotic energy than usual. But I think for the most part, when things don't go well, I can go, oh, it went well because of X, Y, and Z things that we as the leaders did or didn't do rather than, yeah. um, you know. So my ill-fated AI night where I... Um, <laughs> just left the door a little bit too open for innuendos like that was on me i should have like <laughs> screened my questions through teenage boy brain a little bit yeah. more thoroughly and then we wouldn't have had that issue um and so i want to like balance out those two things but yeah no i think that um it's i say if things are going wrong it's our fault not to like be too hard on us but to say to kind of flip that and say, well, what can we do next week to be more engaging? Yeah. What can we do next week? And sometimes it's just like something's going on in some of these kids' personal life and they need to like go talk about it or like, you know, something's happened at school and the, the crew from that school need to debrief it or whatever. But for the most part, I think um, there are things that we can do. And so, yeah, I let them opt out partly because I just want to be that kind of leader and set that kind of culture. Like I don't want to be forcing people into things, but partly because I just think, well, if they weren't into this, let's learn from that and figure out more of like what they are into. Now, when it comes to the talk and um, stuff like that, we do set as best we can kind of clear parameters of like we put our phones away and we um, are respectful of the person in front of us. And for the most part, that's really respected and great and yep. you know there are even occasions when someone will come up to me at the end of the night and be like hey sorry chris i wasn't really paying attention um which is a level of honesty that is born of like deep relationship and mm -hmm. i'm really grateful to you know like i've always you know my my view of teaching is you can either rule with fear or rule with love and i want to be that kind of teacher at school, but I also want to be that kind of youth leader that chooses love over fear, you know, chooses to be the kind of person that people want to be like, no, no, no let's listen to him because they know that yeah. I genuinely care about them, not because I've like laid down the law mm -hmm. um, unless I really have to. So, yeah. Anyway, so um, crime scene investigation night uh, went well, and then um, our 19-year-old youth leader gave a talk that was really solid and I think helpful for the youth. And then we caught up in small groups and checked in with everybody and then we had some ice cream and that was that. So it was a pretty standard week, um, but it's been 
like multiple weeks since I like the 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 way that it is moving now is there are like multiple weeks in a row where I don't actually have to prepare anything, which is like pretty amazing. So I'm grateful for our growing team and I'm grateful for um, the opportunity to just sometimes show up and, and have fun and, and help run things rather than having to be there all the time. Um, yeah. I know we're deep into the podcast, but can we have a sponsor? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Here, here's my ad. Would you like to work with me at my school? Are you a primary school teacher or chaplain or equivalent mm -hmm. or are you experienced in those fields and you want to come and work at my school and partner with me in doing the best job that there is? Because apply for a job that's going for that or tell someone you know who might be. This is why <laughs> they write down their ad reads before they just read them. Anyway. Um, there is a uh, a chaplaincy job being advertised at my school, um, so let's put the link in Which, the show notes. And if anyone knows, are we are we allowed to put the link in? Like we've never publicly said what your school is. Uh, to, oh, that's like, true. Make sure your school doesn't get in trouble. So if you want, from the things you say, like you might say something offensive, and people well, that's cancel. True. I try school. not to say offensive things. How about let's let's make them earn it then, Tom? Yeah. Um, didn't I say where I was working at the top of the show, or did I just say I was in my office? You said you're in your office, but I don't think you said. I'm sure we've said school. it, but anyway, oh, if you, you want that? it, okay, you got to work for it. Send me an email at Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast at gmail .com, and then maybe I'll send you a link to the ad. How's yeah. that? I have. This seen is the, the worst inside, ad read inside we have done. of one of the staff rooms at your school. Yeah, and it's lovely, mm. really nice. So yeah. It's good. Yeah, I would uh, encourage you, at the very least, for a comfortable staff room, mm -hmm. you should go work at Chris's school. And he I will, will say, full disclosure, not fear. I I went to get a a little biscuit before we started recording the podcast, and only the orange creams were left. So I, I'll say it's a it's <laughs> a competitive environment when it comes to <laughs> the, the biscuit jar. Um, but if you get in on the right day, you can snag yourself a Kingston. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, what are you doing next week at Youth Group, Tom? Oh, next week is the second Youth Run Youth Night. So Two in a row? Two in a row. Yeah, it's going to be run by the Midlife Crisis Crew. So they're running it. Got another talk. Unfortunately, I don't get to be there again because I have to go to a funeral, um, which is all not good. Um, it's, yep. Yeah. It's it's a hmm. what happened was there's a friend of mine whose mother died and I was really not happy to go have to leave youth group like I wasn't like not happy to go to the funeral but I was trying to work out can I do both I don't think I can do both and then I, hmm. I I was like I don't want to abandon the youth when they're running youth group and then I thought well what do I want to model for the youth and I want to model for yeah. them that I'm 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 there for my friend in one of the worst times of his life. <clears throat> mm. So, so I'm going to miss youth group to be at the funeral. But as I I asked the leaders, I said, "Do you think you'll be okay without me?" And they said, "We'll live," which uh, felt mm. sarcastic and offensive. Poor choice of words. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. They said, they "Oh, said I thought be... that was your point." Well, no, no, I feel I, bad. No, <laughs> I don't even know if they said that. No, that was meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> that they're just like we don't really need you, Tom. We we'll do oh, right. fine without you. 
Well, they said, well I'm, I'm sorry for Tom, taking the podcast to a dark place. Hi, Tom, I think we'll survive, is what they said. Mm. So, um, yeah, I feel unnecessary, and I might never come back to youth group after that. No, I will, but, uh, yeah, I'll be sad I feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> what about cool. you, Chris? Um, we have got blind taste test night, uh, which I am unsure as usual, exactly what that's going to be, but it is probably going to be mostly what can, it sounds like. You can only taste moles and bats, which are blind. Um, usually what we do is like get a whole bunch of different chips or soft drinks or both and lay them out around the room and let the um, like give them a little bingo card to like say what they think each one was that they were tasting. And so it's like a guess the flavor kind of scenario. Mm. Um, and I feel like the good thing is when it's like food stuff, they, at the very least, they get to eat snacks and that is the activity. So anything beyond that feels like a bonus. But um, hopefully it'll even be an activity beyond just walking around eating chips and not being bothered to fill out the card. But as <laughs> we say, if you want to opt out, <laughs> you can. I don't want to set you up for um, for this for the for a problem, but is it connected to the theme at all? Um, it is not. Ah, okay, so I, thought, I just thought maybe maybe there's a chance. <laughs> what was? Oh, have I done something wrong by accident? No, or no, no. You... Just no. Like I, I, re- I, I used to ask you, and you'd always say no. But I thought I'll just try again. Oh yeah, no. I I thought maybe you were no, never mind. Um no, it's <laughs> not. It's the next bit of Ephesians. We sometimes try and link the things. I mean, you know, there's obvious like blind man. Yeah. Like healing of a blind person things. Well, taste there's, and see the Lord is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. That's another good one. Food um, laws. Do you want to teach food, food laws. laws. That's, that's true. When you, that's when you could lot. eat the bat of the mole. No, you couldn't. No, because of Jesus, you can. Oh, right, you could, yes. Sorry, I thought we were reenacting an Old Testament standard. Um, yeah, no, good good idea. Um, this time, no. Next time we're doing Can You Eat It? Um, then we will do that. Um, and then we're doing the next bit of Ephesians. So there you go. Um, I have a question for you, Tom. Yeah. Do you still live in Parkville? I I don't want to disclose that on the podcast. Can you either nod or shake your head? Yeah, I do. I still live in Parkville. Uh huh. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> I look um, forward to yeah, whatever. I figured that since you are moving soon, yeah. It's a a. I wanted to ask you before I sent you your five Elaine in sombrero pops, <laughs> um, and B. I wanted to you know not dox you too much. Like it's a it's like a semi doxing because it's only the suburb. You can bleep it if you want to. Do you have a bleep in your sound box? No, I don't. I don't think so. 
Mm. But uh, I could I could make one if I need to, but I'm I don't mind if people come to Parkville and wander around trying to find me. If if they find me, because we have our obsessive fans, then uh, good on them. They they deserve good on them. You can give them a the first five people that come to Tom's house can get a free Elaine in sombrero pop. How's that? that? Is Is that that a fun podcast game? Yeah, sombrero or no brero. Um, shall we have some music, Tom? I feel like we've gone all the way off the rails. How did we get to 40 minutes today? I don't know. I almost said at the start, this will probably be a short one, but famous last words. Anyway, thank you for listening to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast. Um, Send us an email at Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast at gmail.com or uh, check out tomfriends.com.au. Or chrismoffy.com. Get his new book. It's out. I thought you were going to leave me hanging that time. I wouldn't. Nailed it again.